0: i would be devastated why it doesn't speak very highly of me it tells me that you don't think very well of me and after i got hurt then i'd probably be really pissed off like why why are you treating me that way i don't deserve that welcome to the secure marriage podcast where we believe it's possible to fight less feel understood and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse We're your hosts, Paul and Shannon Elmore, and on today's episode, why you should never use name-calling in your marriage.
1: Man, you're getting good at that first one-take thing. Well done. Well done. Hey, when we fight...
0: We have to talk about when we fight. We don't fight.
1: We're going to talk about when we fight. Okay. When we fight... And let me back up. If we were fighting, and in the middle of the fight, I am super mad at you, and I were to call you a name, if I were to call you, you know, you idiot, you jerk, you bitch, you, <laughs> you, you know, much worse names that could be ever be called. Right. How would you feel?
0: Um, I would be devastated. Why? Because n- n- number one, you don't ever talk to me that way. Right. And because... How hurtful is that. I mean why would you call someone that?
1: Because I'm mad at you.
0: Yeah, I, I I yeah, I would be really hurt because it's just not appropriate. It doesn't it doesn't speak very highly of me. It tells me that you don't think very well of me and after i got hurt then i'd probably be really pissed off like yeah. why why are you treating me that way i don't deserve that
1: yeah how easy would it be for you to focus on the topic whatever oh no prompted the the, the, whatever the discussion, discussion top, or the or the conflict
0: whatever the topic was that would be non-existent it would i would be just focused on i can't believe you just called me that
1: and how i treated you how, how poorly i yeah, treated you yeah You and I, when we fight, we don't ever call each other names. We might say I'm mad at you. We might say you're (laughs) bugging the crap out of me. I'm frustrated with you. But none of that is a character assassination. None of that is about you. I never, ever, ever, you never, ever, ever um, attack me, who I am. And I never attack who you are. We never do character assassinations. We never, we never attack each other's personhood in our fights. Because even if I'm mad at you and I disagree with you, you still have value. You still have worth. You still uh, have been created in God's image and deserve to be treated lovingly, kindly, respectfully, even when I'm mad at you.
0: Right. And and even if we're going to get things resolved, you can't take those words back. And those words hurt long after there's resolution. And then there's always a fear that it's going to happen again. Yeah so there there it leaves this niggling little piece in your mind of even though we've resolved it, and even though he said he was sorry for saying that, just did he really mean it yeah it it just breaks little breaks away at trust
1: it really erodes at trust, it really ruins the underlying relationship because now again, I've attacked you as a person and even if we're not fighting that you're still wounded as as right. a person right. there it also has the potential of um, carrying much more weight cuz because if i know that you worry about being stupid right and then i now go you're just you're stupid right that now confirms a pre-existing negative belief in exactly. your heart and and that carries 10 times more weight than just one simple you know, comment that I've made, it's like, oh man, it must really be true because right. my husband believes that about me now.
0: Right. That is very, very true. And especially, particularly for women because we we take the words of others and internalize them. And, yeah. and if they match what those pre-existing beliefs that we have about ourselves or fears or worries that we have about ourselves, it just magnifies that and yeah. validates those probably most of the time untrue things, but it's really hard to believe that they're lies when someone is affirming or validating those in a negative way.
1: It also promotes shame because I'm now attacking you as a person, not the issue that we're dealing with. Shame is I believe that I'm wrong versus I believe I've done something wrong. That's guilt. I've done something wrong. I'm still valuable. I still have worth... But I just messed up and I made this mistake shame is I am bad. I'm terrible. That's why I did something wrong. And I'm just I'm just horrible. And when we confirm that when you start to promote shame in your spouse, you're never, ever helping them become a better human being and never helping them um, grow, prosper, mature, right. become wiser, um, have greater trust between a husband and a wife. It, it erodes it.
0: Right. And and what we're supposed to be doing is building one another up. And especially yeah. if you you have a spouse or a wife that comes from a background of being shamed growing up. So they've already got that sitting in there and then you just add more to it. It just Validates that even more and it doesn't help them to grow and believe something better about themselves
1: Yeah, so for couples that have already kind of broken this rule uh, This is a real basic rule never ever do character assassinations when you're fighting never call Never use name-calling as a tactic to try to win an argument because you might win the argument and destroy your spouse You're winning one moment and losing your marriage and that is one of the worst trade-offs you can ever have But for couples who've already crossed that line, and they may already have name calling done between the two of them throughout however long of history they have between their spouses, Um, one of the best things that you can do is you yourself don't even wait for your spouse yet you go to your spouse and say, I am going to make a commitment that I will never ever call you a name again even when i'm mad even when i'm frustrated you never deserve to be treated that way by by anyone else or by me um and i will i will never ever harm you i will never uh do that character assassination i will stick to the issue of what we need to be what we need to work on what we need to resolve at the time
0: I was thinking too that something that you can do as well is think about if someone else were to say that to your spouse, how it would make you feel. And if you get angry that someone else would call your spouse that. That's a good you. indication that, yeah. that you shouldn't be doing it. However, yeah. if, you th- if you hear that someone else is calling your spouse that and you go, yeah, they deserve that, you really need to look at yourself and go, what's going on with you? Because yeah. nobody deserves to be called those names.
1: When that, when that mindset's there, it's actually contempt. It's this idea that I actually don't care if you are hurt, if you are wounded, injured, emotionally messed up. And I actually have very little care and concern about that. It doesn't bother me. That is contempt. And that's one of the four horsemen that John Gottman talks about um, in relationships. And that's one of the kind of indicators that your marriage is, is in deep. Um, need of some repair and some work. So we are trying to remove contempt. And the best way to kind of measure that is, can you remove character assassination? Can you remove name calling from a relationship? Right. So again, for couples who've already been doing this, you... Take responsibility and say, no matter what the other couple, what other spouse does, I will not name call because I'm going to act within my own integrity. I'm going to do what's right, even if you're not doing what's right to me. And I will never, ever call you names. The other thing you can do is actually apologize, take responsibility for it, and say, I know that this has hurt you. This has been inappropriate. This has been unfair. This has been wrong of me. And it's going to take some while for trust to be rebuilt. But I uh, I am very aware of the damage that's been done, and I, I am I am sorry, I have sorrow right. that I caused that wound in you, and, and I wanna make that right.
0: Right, and you don't add buts or anything to no that. No conditions to no it. No conditions to it.
1: Yep, yep. Um,
0: the other thing that I was thinking that um, that if it's hard, one of the things that you can start doing just on your own is start making a list of the things that the positive things that you do believe about your spouse yeah the values that you see in them and making those lists and and then start gradually sharing those things with your spouse and tell them here is what i truly believe about you not when i'm angry and in my crazy mind which doesn't allow me to think clearly but here are the things that i truly believe about you that will help to boost them and build them up. Yep,
1: that retrains your reticular activating system. That's the filter in your brain that sees um, positive or negative things in the world. And you can actually retrain that to see the positive things in your spouse. Right. We actually have a, um, a resource for that because we talk a lot about this in our workshops uh, called the Fondness and Admiration uh, email series. You basically just get one prompt every day. It's one sentence in your email saying you know in the next five minutes text your spouse something you enjoyed while you were dating there's 30 of those that's a whole month and and it starts to reprogram that that reticular activating system that negative bent or that negative opinion you have towards your spouse didn't actually plan on doing this but if you actually wanted to find access to that securemarriage.com f a for fondness and admiration securemarriage.com/fa. You can actually sign up for it right there and um, begin doing that even today. So again, uh, take responsibility. Tell your spouse you're not going to be using it anymore. Number two, apologize. Demonstrate genuine sorrow. And number three, when you actually call each other names, when you're doing character assassinations, it's actually a sign of immaturity. It's actually a sign that says, I don't know what else to say. So I'm just going to try to overpower you by harming you, by tearing you down and, and building myself up in some way that's not a mature way to fight. And if you don't know how to fight, if fighting is completely new and you might even be um, mimicking or recreating the fighting that you had modeled for you in your home growing up and you knew how that turned out, you knew how bad that ended up, you knew that your parents ended up splitting or divorcing or they might have stared together, but they hated each other. And and you can see your marriage kind of going down that road as well. If you want to learn new techniques on on how to fight and how to get off the conflict cycle and onto the connection cycle um, and how to mature in your communication with your spouse every day, especially in the middle of fighting and conflict, that's the whole reason we put together the Secure Marriage Framework and the online workshops that we have available because we don't want you to have to wait to go see a a couples counselor. We don't want you to have to wait till things get worse and worse. We wanted to have uh, a resource that you can uh, gain access to, you can download and you can begin starting today that's gonna teach you how to fight. You can gain access to that right now on the Secure Marriage uh, website, securemarriage.com. You can can download that, gain access to it and start enjoying it and, and learn how to fight really, really good. That's a fun thing to say. I know how to fight really well. Fighting doesn't scare me. Conflict doesn't scare me. Conflict doesn't make me wig out or or be really disappointed in my marriage. It's a normal part of every relationship. Shannon and I still fight after years and years and years, but I think we can fight nicely. Yes. We fight politely. Yes. And And
0: we get things resolved quickly.
1: And we never, ever tear each other's character down we never tear each other's heart down you still know that you have value and worth even if the decision you made drives me crazy (laughs) right And vice versa. Right. So again, if you want access to that securemarriage.com, it begins with three free videos. It doesn't cost you anything just to watch the three free videos. It actually explains how to get off the conflict cycle and onto the connection cycle. And then you can have access to the online workshop from there. We want that to be available for every marriage out there because we believe every marriage should fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with their spouse. So... Anything else?
0: Nope, I think that's it.
1: All right. Thanks for watching and listening today. We'll uh, see you next time. Bye bye. Bye bye.
0: Hey, thanks so much for listening to the show this week. If you want to find out how you can build your own secure marriage, go to SecureMarriage.com. And if you have a chance, subscribe to our show on iTunes or however you get your podcast and leave us a review while you're there. You can also write us at podcast at SecureMarriage.com or follow us on Facebook. We're Paul and Shannon Elmore. And you've been listening to the Secure Marriage Podcast, where we believe it's possible to fight less, feel understood, and enjoy a deeper connection with your spouse.